suicide game just yesterday It's made all that I learned The emptiness of life examined well, hello out there, and welcome to another episode of Things I Learned While Learning Other Things. This is an attempt by me, Joe Moran, and my brother, J.S., to provide you with a series of interesting, informative, educational, and maybe even enjoyable stories that will help you navigate through the high seas of life. Today, we introduce Red Frankenstein Test Tube 4, the continuation of the story of Dr. Ivanov. Russian. Taking up where we left off with Dr. Ivanov, the Red Frankenstein, dedicated to efforts to crossbreed humans and apes to provide the world humanities post-successfully having gifted the planet both the Zedunk and the Zubran. He experienced a crisis, a significant crisis, after his last Tarzan, unfortunately, had died of a brain hemorrhage. So Dr. Ivanov was in critical need of more chimpanzees. Somehow, more were found, rounded up and shipped to his lab in Abkhazia in Russia. They arrived in 1930, but to no avail, because by that time, Stalin, Joseph Stalin, simply had had enough. And if Stalin had had enough of you, it was good night, Irene. Of that, there was no doubt. Stalin appreciated, better than most, the accounting concept that sunk costs were sunk costs. And sometimes it was best, one, bite the bullet and simply move on. And biting the bullet was also a concept that Stalin could and often did sink his teeth into. And to be absolutely clear about this, Stalin was famous for inviting millions of people, millions of other people, to bite that bullet. Of course, he had no taste for it, though. Stalin didn't promote the interests of those he deemed losers. And Dr. Ivanov, by this point, definitely now qualified as one of them. Further, Ivanov's ruthless, harebrained plan to fool, to trick women in Africa into being impregnated with the sperm of chimpanzees without their knowledge was totally insane and might have jeopardized Russian standing and credibility among Western and African nations. And that was not his call to make. No, it was not. In Stalin's Russia, plenty of people were vaporized for far less serious mistakes in judgment, crimes. 50 to 60 years later, um, people who made mistakes uh, or threatened, insulted, you know, Argentina's junta leadership, they too disappeared. But unlike in Stalin's Russia, the disappeared in Argentina often went missing after being tossed from airplanes without the benefit of parachutes over the ocean. The Argentinian Junta military appeared to take great amusement in disappearing people in this fashion. It's, it's hard to shame Russians, but even Stalin knew when a line had been crossed. It's not something that Stalin would have appreciated under most any circumstances, especially so when the possible denigration of the Russian state was due some experimental geneticist whom was 
No doubt about it, way, way out of line, and Stalin knew it. Indeed, Dr. Ivanov had a lot of chalk on his shoes, was way over the line, tricking women into bearing half-man, half-apes without their knowledge and consent. Are you kidding me? If a door were to be, to clo be closed on, on, on Russian geopolitical influence, it would be Stalin alone whom would decide to shut that door, to close that door. Not some mad schmuck scientist with a half-cocked, embarrassing plan. You know, furthermore, if Russian credibility had been belittled via the actions of a loon geneticist, Dr. Ivanov, he would pay for that mistake, that was certain. And the price to be paid for such a mistake would be very high indeed. That and Stalin's megalomaniacal levels of paranoia would do in many of Russia's top scientists and medical doctors in one of his many ruthless, bloody purges that he'd organized to rid the state of its purported enemies. And despite all the massive protection Stalin had put into place, all those organs formed to protect the state, it was incredible how often new enemies would be unearthed under Stalin's watch. Purges just took place with regularity. Dr. Ivanov would be tossed into the deep end of the pool from which enemies of the Russian state never resurfaced. And in this respect, Dr. Ivanov may well have proved to be nothing more than just another scientist doctor victim caught up in the malevolent maelstrom of disturbed muddy waters that were the Russian state trials, you know, those show trials orchestrated and organized under the auspices and at the behest of that madman, Joseph Stalin. He, the man who so, so famously had declaimed, the death of one man is a tragedy, the death of millions just a statistic. Wow, this is some leader. And for unfortunate victims, the implications were such that they were accused and convicted of committing all sorts of mysterious, nefarious, complex intrigues and crimes against the people, but against which charges there existed for them no possibility, no possibility whatsoever of constructing a successful defense, whether dignified or otherwise. Russian bureaucratic, ineradicable contempt for the truth was legendary. Such was the inexorable fate of the wretched, forlorn victims of the Russian meat grinder process. You know, victims ultimately succumbed with a quiescent demeanor. How could this happen? Well, long beaten and subjected to arduous, hideous forms of torture designed not to kill, well, not at first anyway, but pursued in a manner best suited to prolong, maximize the scope and, and the extent of an accused exquisite agony, you know, suffering as long as possible, or as long as the torturers found it beneficial or, or pleasurable in inflicting unimaginable, unendurable pain on, on their victims. However, however, should the accused happen to die suddenly, prematurely, 
before the anticipated date of expiry, they died. So be it. Simply disappointing and a case of bad luck or bad case management from which lessons might be learned. I mean, this kind of thing could happen to any Chica or GPU agent on their watch. It's just good. An agent just gathered experience, became more alert to the signs forewarning the potential of an early death of a victim. And the ultimate objective of the torture process was to lead the victims as close to the brink of death as was possible to mag- maximize agony and suffering and then back off to a just a slight degree. Guidelines in Stalin's Chica, uh, GPU, the NKVD, the KGB protocols have always, always extolled the virtue of extending the period of pain, the agony, as long as is possible in the accused. And to inflict suffering only to the maximum extent that a particular prisoner can tolerate and then ease off slightly, you know, skilled Chinese expert torturers were known as the ticklers. They were, they were possessed of the sensitivity of a feather. You know, calibrate, calibrating precisely that moment where the victim's death is near poses a real threat, looms and hovers, you know, death looming above, but can be thwarted at the last moment. This requires of a torture a deft touch, exquisite feel, and usually achieved only after long experience in the science of wet works. One must be able, you know, to learn how to take it to the limit. And then one more time. Because, I mean, this makes total sense in Stalin's world. Dead men feel no pain. They feel no agony. There is no joy to be found in abusing a corpse. And more to the point, dead men proffer no more information. They yield no more intelligence, be it good or bad intel. And they can denounce no more comrades. They are worthless of zero value to the organ and thus to the state and to Stalin. It is true, the essence, the very purpose of sadistic torture in Stalin's world is to make the prisoner pray for death right then and there, immediately, but deny the granting of that wish. But what is ideal for the organ to progress toward that objective? That, you know, to achieve that state of existence such that the interrogee will be deprived of any and all further interest or capacity for resistance to state policy in any form until the day he has disappeared will be soon incoming. In the meantime, the expectation of a complete and total passivity of the accused is fully assured. The interrogee's soul has been extinguished of all fire. As for his body, a state of desiccation so absolute, decay so complete, it exists as a mere husk of its former self. It breathes. Its only desire, that it not take a single breath more. Annihilation in toto 
to escape further misery is all that remains of desire. And nothing else remains, period. This is soul murder, the utter destruction of a human being. And when that state of annihilation has been achieved, that is the moment. That is the moment a Chica, GPU, NKVD, uh, KGB agent might take pride in his accomplishment. Destruction has been in full. A job well done. At such point in time, stoic silence is all that remains of the condemned. That and a pulse until extinguished, uh, usually induced by a single bullet to the back of the neck. There is no need to waste a second good bullet. A single shot is more than sufficient to finish the job. Executioners were experienced and efficient, and in Stalin's world, they better be. So let us leave off here. Dr. Ivanov has erred. Dr. Ivanov has appeared to have failed. He may even have embarrassed the Russian state. And Stalin has had enough. Enough of something. Of what? Well, no one can know for sure. But the Chica exists to make sure that enemies of the state, so identified by Stalin, are dealt with forthwith and eliminated post a most hideous, agonizing process. And that is where we leave off the story for now of the unfortunate Dr. Ivanov. Hey, thanks for listening to this gruesome tale. I would say I hope you enjoyed it, but at least I hope you found it interesting. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. I am in a far-off place Half of a world away And there's so much to do And there's so much to see Mother Nature's had her way There are mountains and valleys And beautiful hills each vista something new And though my imagination's been captured My thoughts, they return to you So can you help relieve me Of this burden on my back There's something wrong deep inside of me Or something I must lack I've got this worry you'll be leaving me And I must admit it that I'm scared So can you try